Welcome in, friend. This is 500 Seconds to Joy, and I'm your host, Stephanie. This is a podcast for the busy mom who needs a little extra joy in her day. I will chat with you for just a few minutes and share some encouraging words and biblical truth. I also have fabulous guests who are sure to inspire you and remind you that you matter and you were created for a divine purpose. Get ready to be encouraged, lovely friend, and soak in the words to the song you're about to hear. It was composed by Crystal and Bobby from Flow Uptuous. May it speak to your sweet mama heart. Enjoy. to take a breath now, a sweet moment for you. And it's time to acknowledge all the things that you do. Oh, mama, don't you worry about the girls and the boys. It's time to take a break with 500 seconds to joy. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie, and this is Women of the Word number three. So on Fridays, we review the Sunday Mass readings. This week is a little different. Um, In our area, Masses have been canceled. And this is just really unprecedented. This doesn't happen. um, But because of coronavirus and everything we have going on right now, everyone feels like it's safer to not all be together in Mass. And I definitely understand that. But I also pray that people take the opportunity this Sunday to still observe the Sabbath, to watch um, Mass on TV. You can go on YouTube. There's um, streaming Masses every day. Father Robert Barron has resources. He's great with the media. So I invite you to still attend Mass virtually and, you know, make Sunday a day of worship, listen to some praise and worship music, some hymns, whatever helps you focus on the Lord and make it a day set apart, even though you won't be going to church most likely. And I just wanted to invite you all to ask God for his peace in this time. In these uncertain times, there is fear, there's anxiety, and I totally understand it. There are definite unknowns, but God is in control. He is over all of it. So I just want to reassure you today that you can cast cast your cares on the Lord. And this Sunday Psalm is just perfect for that. It's just perfect. It's Psalm 23. It's my favorite Psalm. I actually wrote it out yesterday in my journal because um, my friend Lana Sullivan, Lana Sullivan, sorry, I always say her name wrong. My lovely friend Lana Sullivan from Girl Teach Me, you'll hear from her soon. And um, she, I interviewed her on the podcast and she does this amazing thing called journaling through John. She's doing that right now. And you journal through the gospel of John. And I thought, you know, I'm not doing that, but I can journal through the different Psalms. So yesterday, I wrote out Psalm 23 word for word, and here it is, our Sunday Psalm. So without further ado, I'm going to read to you the readings and the Psalm and just have a little takeaway message for you to think about as you take time to reflect and hopefully grow closer to God during this time. So the first reading is from 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 1b and 6 to 7 
and 10 to 13a. The Lord said to Samuel, fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem, for I have chosen my king from among his sons. As Jesse and his sons came to the sacrifice, Samuel looked at Eliab and thought, surely the Lord's anointed is here before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not judge from his appearance or from his lofty stature, because I have rejected him. Not as man sees does God see, because man sees the appearance, but the Lord looks into the heart. In the same way, Jesse presented seven sons before Samuel, but Samuel said to Jesse, the Lord has not chosen any of these. Then Samuel asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? Jesse replied, there is still the youngest who is tending the sheep. Samuel said to Jesse, send for him. We will not begin the sacrificial banquet until he arrives here. Jesse sent and had the young man brought to them. He was ruddy, a youth, handsome to behold and making a splendid appearance. The Lord said, there, anoint him for this is the one. Then Samuel, with the horn of oil in hand, anointed David in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord rushed upon David. The word of the Lord. The psalm is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. In verdant pastures, he gives me repose. Beside restful waters, he leads me. He refreshes my soul. He guides me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil, for you are at my side. With your rod and your staff that give me courage, you spread the table before me in the sight of my foes. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. The second reading is from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8 to 14. Brothers and sisters, you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for light produces every kind of goodness and righteousness and truth. Try to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the fruitless works of darkness. Rather, expose them, for it is shameful even to mention the things done by them in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, for everything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. The word of the Lord. The gospel is from the gospel of John, chapter 9, verses 1 to 41. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither he nor his parents sinned. It is so that the works of God might be made visible through him. We have to do the works of the one who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and smeared the clay on his eyes and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back able to see. His neighbors and those who had seen him earlier as a beggar said, Isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? Some said, It is. But others said, No, he just looks like him. He said, I am. So they said to him, How were your eyes opened? He replied, The man called Jesus made clay 
and anointed my eyes and told me, Go to Siloam and wash. So I went there and washed and was able to see. And they said to him, Where is he? He said, I don't know. They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees. Now Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on a Sabbath. So then the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see. He said to them, He put clay on my eyes and I washed and now I can see. So some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a sinful man do such signs? And there was a division among them. So they said to the blind man again, What do you have to say about him since he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. Now the Jews did not believe that he had been born blind, that he had been blind, and gained his sight until they summoned the parents of the one who had gained his sight. They asked them, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How does he now see? His parents answered and said, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. We do not know how he sees now, nor do we know how he, who opened his eyes. Ask him. He is of age. He can speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone acknowledged him as the Christ, he would be expelled from the synagogue. For this reason, his parents said, He is of age. Question him. So a second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. He replied, If he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know is that I was blind and now I see. So they said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? They ridiculed him and said, You are that man's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but we do not know where this one is from. The man answered and said to him, said to them, This is what is so amazing, that you do not know where he is from. Yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if one is devout and does his will, he listens to him. It is unheard of that anyone ever opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he would not be able to do anything. They answered and said to him, You were born totally in sin, and are you trying to teach us? Then they threw him out. When Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, he found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said, You have seen him. The one speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe, Lord, and he worshipped him. Then Jesus say, said, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do not see might see, and those who do see might become blind. Some of the Pharisees who were with him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not also blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin, but now you are saying, we see, so your sin remains. The Gospel of the Lord. This is a jam-packed gospel. I just love the gospels we've been having. They are so amazing. And, you know, there are a few things I want to say here. First of all, the humility of the blind man is just amazing. Because he says, you know... Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? When Jesus asks if he believes in the Son of Man, he's so humble. He admits that he doesn't know, and he says, I want to believe. 
it's just beautiful. So we're all called to be humble like this blind man. And also, um, he has the blind man participate in the healing. He puts the clay on his eyes, and then the blind man has to go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So we are sent. We need to be like this blind man and be sent out in the world. Jesus will heal us, but we also have to do our part. And so right now in this time, I think we need to draw near to the Lord, allow him to comfort us, refill us, be our comfort in this time. And then bring that message of hope and peace and love out into the world. We need to be sent out and then bring God's healing to others who need it. So I pray for each of you that you be blessed during this time and that you take this time home most likely you're maybe cooped up and feeling a little bit stir crazy I know I've had times of that feeling but I pray that we all see this as an opportunity to grow closer to God and to grow closer to each other may you be blessed and I will talk with you soon bye for now Thank you so much for listening to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm so grateful to have you here as a part of this community. And if you love listening to these episodes as much as I love sharing them with you, hit subscribe on your podcast app. And if you're an Android user, you can download the Stitcher app and subscribe there. That way you know every time a new episode goes live. Thanks for being here, friend. Bye for now.